Thank you for tuning in to yet another week of This Can't Be Life podcast. I am your host, Kay the Rebel. You can find me on only one social media platform, which is Instagram. The podcast page is at TCBL Podcast, and my personal page is at Kay the Rebel. Questions, comments, inquiries, would like to do a collaboration, would like to be featured on one of my live episodes, my email address is thiscant, single letter B, L-Y-F-E, at gmail.com. I think I've been gone for four to six weeks, I'm not sure, but life's been lifing. Um, I just, it's really kind of time management thing, and then it's also just, I... If I don't have nothing to say, I'm not approaching the mic. I will not be um, partaking in a lot of activities amongst the podcast community with people just logging on and saying anything for shock value, saying anything um, just to get views or numbers. I'm not doing all that. Like, it's either I'm going to come correct or or go hard or or go home. So, um, yeah. Um, just know that if you see me being absent or, or distant, it's it's of good reason. So, um, yeah, let's get into it. I'm back, and I do have a returning guest, probably a popular and controversial guest, I would like to say. But, yeah, I'm about to have her introduce herself. Hey, you guys already know what it is. It is Witty Empress, a.k.a. Bestie. Um, It is always a pleasure to be on your platform. Um, If you guys aren't aware, you can find me on Instagram at WittyEmpress918. So go ahead, hit that follow button, check out the shenanigans, and definitely see what's up. So um, let's go ahead and get into this. Yes. Um... So, I know that I had told you guys on the last time I recorded how I had did um, a pop-up shop um, with um, my sister, um, well, it was hosted, yeah, by her for uh, Daughters Candles and Co. So, um, while I was there and I did have um, a gentleman come over to my table and um, I told him to ask some specific questions and he refused. And instead, he, I was like, oh, well, why don't you just give me some other things maybe you want me to address? So I'm just going to use this time to, and since I have another woman on the line with the perspective, um, he had three questions that he had wrote on a little index card, um, and he will remain anonymous. But um, his first question was, do women cheat? And um, absolutely, absolutely. There are plenty of um, women cheaters. I don't think it was always like that. I just think that um, women have just gotten tired and a lot of them are going to cheat back 
um, and there are some that cheat first, but I think m majority of them are just kind of cheating back. I, out of all the women that I know, when they're all in, they're all in. Usually, if they have done an act of, I guess, disloyalty or decided to cheat, it was usually because they decided to cheat back. It never was like things are going great in a relationship and I'm going to just cheat on my dude. So, yeah, uh, Woody Impress, what do you have to say about that? Um, I would say half and half. Most women, they cheat back, right? And I feel that most women, um, if they do cheat first, it's because they don't feel fulfilled in their relationship. They feel like their man is lacking something or they're not being, um, their you know, emotional needs aren't being met, aren't being fulfilled. And essentially, it's a known fact that women are emotional cheaters first before anything turns physical. So, um, you know, and then some women, they cheat back, and then some cheat because they're not emotionally fulfilled. So, it to me, it goes both ways. I think everybody cheats, you know, men, women, whoever it is, they, they cheat. And some are good at it, some aren't, but it is what it is. And the next question, this anonymous gentleman asks is, can you be with a broke man? Um, I'm just going to be cut and dry. Yes, I've been with broke people in the past. I mean, if you know me, you know me personally. None of the niggas in my past had the coins. Um, yeah, so let's proceed. Um, your turn. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, I, could, I could be with broke, right? I could be with... I can be with somebody that doesn't make six figures, right? And I, I can be with somebody that might be that might have like three, four jobs. I could, I could, because I'll be perfectly honest with you. Um, I don't like the personality traits of a lot of these men that um, make uh, six figures. They're, they're they're a little too much. So I'll take a nice, humble guy, blue collar, works in somebody's factory, and keep it pushing. Well, I mean, the way I came through the door, like, I ain't gonna lie, that did sound mad negative and mad disrespectful, but to kind of clean it up just a smidget, um, no, I will not ever use finances as, like, the 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 key to, to my heart. Um, I don't think any man will ever be appealing to me based off of his finances alone. So, um, I think I'm more concerned about what you have like morally and spiritually and value as opposed to finances so yeah i'm not dating a broke man as in somebody who is broke spiritually morally yeah broken person no but financially you know um if you're making enough that we can do something with it collaboratively i'm all for it um a six-figure nigger is not my type you know i'm not a uh what the hell is the girl? She done disappeared. What the fuck got name, sweetie? Yeah, but no, that's not that's not appealing to me. Absolutely not. No, because any other anything else you can, you know, in, in regards to a job, you can get a new job, you can get a new trade. Correct. Right. But and it's like being selfish, right? Uh, you're lacking um, emotional intelligence. You don't know how to communicate. These are all things that people can't always learn. Correct. Right, and just can't always easily acquire a job you can easily acquire so to me it's just like all right you ain't got it right now but that don't mean you're gonna stay down forever versus you're dealing with somebody that's a narcissist and mentally abusive it's just like you know what i'm all set you need a little you know he work at walmart guy and he can communicate effectively versus somebody on wall street and doesn't know how to communicate and makes uh thousands and hundreds of dollars a year agreed and the third question this gentleman has is what can be deal breakers for women? 
Um, I know for me, disloyalty. Um, disloyalty comes in different forms. I think the most popular form is always um, 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 cheating. Um, I think I could, in today's age, probably forgive for cheating. I know before I've said it's, it's non-negotiable, but I feel like I could forgive depending on how it was done um, because there's levels to it. Um, yeah, but if you're just on some snake stuff and just absolutely lying, trying to gaslight me in the process of your disloyal acts, then yes, that is absolutely a deal breaker for me. Um, and I also would have to say, um, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, um, men who lack emotional intelligence are a deal breaker for me. I can't do it. I'm sorry. Yeah, that, I don't even feel like that that's something that is flexible, that that could be worked worked on. And definitely um, my third deal breaker, too, that I think I've developed within this year is um, a man who refuses to get any form of therapy, whether it is for our relationship or even individual. I'm not putting up with that. You, you, you cannot do healing all by yourself. You cannot. You need a professional to kind of guide you just a little bit with it. And then, yes, you will do the work on your own, but you can't just sit up here and just say that you're not going to go because it's to me, it's giving a little bit of arrogance. It's showing that you're not flexible. It's showing you have no um, room for, for, for compromise um, in a relationship. And, yeah, I'm not putting up with that. So, yeah, I'll give the floor to you now. You know, honestly speaking, I can't even disagree with anything that you said. Like, I, I am in complete agreement with you in regards to that matter. Um, and those are the most important things to me. You know, and it's like anything else I could work with. You know, I could work with you, you know, having an employment issue, right? We can work through that. We can get you a trade or something like that. But, you know... Again, I can forgive for cheating, but again, in regards to how it's done, right. you know, gaslighting and things of that nature. And again, lacking accountability, mm. not trying to be better, you know, being stagnant and, you know, just continuously being in the same vicious cycle of self-sabotaging yourself and, and sabotaging the relationship. So again, um, I agree with you. I added a few in there, but I'm, I'm in alignment with you in regards to that. All right. We all here. Okay, so this is episode um, 143. I know that the title of this episode is not very nice, but I'm sorry. That's just how I'm coming today. That's how I'm coming. That's how I'm showing up. So, yeah, um, this week's topic is regarding an oversaturated topic in the podcast community. Even just regular people on TikTok uploading videos in, in regards to this, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, it's all over the place. But when people are going on these rants with the gender wars that we have going on, what men suck at, what women suck at, what men should improve on, what women need to improve on, there are two words that men keep using, and I really don't like it. And those two terms are um, submission and aggression. Um, in my opinion, not only are they being overused, but they're being used in the wrong context. Um, I just feel that there are a lot of men that are taking those two terms and you're putting your own spin on it and you're creating false narratives about women and and maybe how, how we approach relationships or how we are just in day-to-day, -day. even in our careers, you guys are using those terms. 
Um, so yeah, submission and, and, and aggression. Um, we are not going to talk about the two terms um, at the same time. We decided to break them up for this episode. So first we're going to get into um, submission. I'm really cut and dry. I am not interested in being a submissive woman. Um, and I think that um, I could go on and give so many different examples, but I'm not going to do that at this time because I was able to find a clip that posed a legit argument or refuted many of, of the perspectives of men that are hopping on social media and talking about you know, if you're not going to be submissive, you know, down talking a lot of women that, you know, no one's going to want us. We're going to die alone. You know, um, people aren't going to be with you. That's why what if your relationship fails, it's usually because you weren't submissive. So, yeah, this is a clip from um, Brittany Renner. And I believe uh, she's become an influencer because I think you told me what the Empress, she has a child by some NBA player. I didn't research it because I don't care. I just wanted to focus on the clip. So I am going to um, run that clip right here. It's painfully obvious why men love the idea of a submissive woman. The missive per its definition is ready to conform to the authority or will of others. The prefix sub means under. Think of subpar, submarine. In short, your world is under his. Now there seems to be a theme here. Good girls versus bad girls. A lock that can be opened with many keys is a broken lock. And if you can't submit to a man, you're going to die alone. So my question to men is, you want perfect Polly, a puppet, a prisoner, or a partner who has no problem overtly challenging you? Being treatment and knowing your partner's love languages, that's one thing. Being submissive is a whole other thing. It's its own thing. So if you find yourself abandoning your wants, needs, desires to make something work, I'm here to tell you, it was never a match to begin with. It's the fuck up? She dragged y'all filth. Y'all got dusted and spread like mustard. And that, <laughs> <laughs> and that one little clip, what was that like, maybe 90 seconds? Yeah, she definitely did y'all because, again, it, it she's helping prove my point about you are really using that term incorrectly. She gave the definition of what it is, and it's true. Anytime you use sub, it is below, which is yeah. is showing that you guys, as in men, a lot of you are treating yourself as if you are the, the, the superior or as if there is some type of hierarchy and that you guys are above and we are somewhere down here and I'm just here to tell you that it's not. And I know some of you guys think that it's feminism. No, it's not. In my opinion, I'm all for gender equality. I don't care what anybody says. I do. This isn't coming from me being some feminist or it's all about women's rights. No, I don't take it that far. But it's true. The 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 it's it's maybe it's just the wording or the delivery of your message. I don't even think you guys really listen to yourselves. When you're no. saying this stuff, because if if you did, we wouldn't be here. She wouldn't be able to say what she was saying, because it's true. When you are speaking like that, what did she say? It sounds like you're talking about a puppet. Yeah, somebody that you can pull the strings and manipulate how they do something and when they do it. Mm -hmm. And and that is completely unfair. Or a prisoner. Yeah, being um, submissive could 
put a woman in in a predicament where she is metaphorically being like a prisoner because she's losing her voice she's losing her identity so um at this time um i had some um questions that um i wanted um witty empress to answer um in regards to um to submission because i know i already told you i'm not with it so i just wanted to and that's cut and dry there's no debating here so i'm gonna yeah i have, have put witty empress in a hot seat about submission so that fellas can get you know a, another woman's perspective so um bestie what comes to mind when you first hear the word submission come out of a man's mouth now when i first hear that word there there's two reactions that i get i automatically go back to the meaning of submissive right ready to conform to the authority or will of others meekly obedient or passive right so that meaning that definition is always in my head and, and i'm just like okay then my I, I have to verbalize myself my how i feel and i'm just like a deep sigh it's like here we go right it's like here we go and it it's it's such a huge turn off because it's like if you are a man that knows how to lead and you are a confident man right and you are a man that brings value to others and whoever you are with that is not a word that is in your vocabulary right because if you're doing your due diligence and making sure that everything is aligned for your woman that is something you don't have to worry about because she's going to automatically quote unquote fall in line as if they like to say as they like to say right but falling in line doesn't necessarily being mean that it's being submissive falling in line and being quote unquote unproblematic as you know they like to use that <laughs> phrase it's not that it's simply her recognizing the strength that her man has and just falling in line and, and getting in line with exactly what's going on for the household seeing how they can continue to build together so it's not about being submissive it's about she's recognizing his strengths and she's like okay well i'm gonna do my due diligence and step into my feminine energy and be his partner right so that's that's how i feel whenever i hear that i'm just like here we go like i'm, I'm not doing this with you there's a problem with you You're, you don't even understand yourself and a lot of the times i just hold my tongue because i don't feel like getting into that conversation because then they hit me with the you don't know how to behave yeah um I'm, I'm definitely in total agreement with you um on that piece yeah the moment i hear that word yeah it's like an instant eye roll uh, yeah definitely yeah like here we go deep sigh absolutely okay so my second question is have you ever been in alignment with the word submissive in any form in your past relationships and if so what were the benefits and what were the risks yes i would say yes um i would say yes in 1.5 relationships <laughs> okay One and a half, i would say i would say yes right and um were there any benefits of it i thought there was but looking back no there wasn't mm. there there wasn't um there wasn't any benefits of it because essentially he these individuals didn't really know how to be men they didn't bring 
that value that they uh, portrayed themselves to have, right? It, it just didn't align. Um, it didn't benefit me in no way, shape, or form because I'm out here in these streets single. Uh, so it didn't benefit me in no way, shape, or form. Um, what were the risks? Um, I would say the consequences of being submissive in a certain relationship is sometimes you tend to lose yourself, right? Because you're so engulfed in said individual and trying to make sure that things are aligned for them that you essentially become misaligned yourself. Mm. So that's that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I don't really have too much experience um, with that. So, yeah. All right. Moving on to question number not three. All, not at all. Yes. And I think that's why you asked you. You put me on the hot spot. Right. Was like, yeah, she might have been a little submissive to me. You, on the other hand, you're like, yeah, I'm not. Not about that life. Right. Um, but again, I've never looked I've never looked down on women. I've never called them weak or called them stupid or anything because... Um, of course, I want to keep the questions rolling, but just to provide some type of context, because, you know, everybody starts wanting to dig into people's past or like their childhood. And I will say to set the record straight that, yes, I grew up um, being raised by two women, which would be both my grandmother and my mother, who definitely um, with certain speeches and things that they gave me, they were t- completely not in alignment with submission at all. It was more in alignment with independence and um, basically never letting um allowing myself to eat out of the palm of any any man's hand that i'm always supposed to show up and play my own hand that's that is how i was raised um so moving on to question number three do you feel that women often lose themselves um example like identity when they choose to be submissive yes yes most definitely um you know as i previously said you know you lose a sense of self and if you don't have a sense of self to begin with then you're never going to uh fully align yourself with your true purpose because it's like you're just piggybacking you know you're riding somebody else's coattail so it's like do you really have an identity outside of said individual outside of the household outside of those kids um i can say that i've never gotten to that point where i'm like oh i don't know who i am or this this that and third no um i've always have been fully aware of who i am and i know how to play my role as a separate individual and i know how to play my role in a relationship um but there are a lot of women that tend to get lost and wrapped up in um and just being submissive to, to their partner. And again, if it works for them, great. Um, however, it doesn't work out in that way for everybody. Okay. If you could define submission in your own terms, what would it look like for you? Um, you know what? That's a great that's a great question. To me, if you think about it, right, all these men, they love sports right and essentially there's no i in team Mm. but when you're playing on a team right you're gonna have to conform right to the coach's play you're gonna have to conform to that point guard or that quarterback and how they move and maneuver so everybody can win on the team right so it's just like when i think about being submissive it's just like okay how can i align myself so i'm a good you know player on this team Right. And don't get me wrong. We're going to have our MVP moments. Everybody's going to have their MVP moments. But it's like, you know what? Everybody being aligned so everybody can get to the end result. 
right? So it doesn't mean that, you know, you're going to go out like a sucker or whatever it is. Because, hey, just like these guys like to play sports and they be in the NBA Finals and the Super Bowl, they all had to conform in some way, shape, or form to the rules of the team. They all had to conform to the rules in their contract or what the coach said or whatever it is, right? So it's just like, why can't we work together? So I'm think, I think of it as we're a team, right? And essentially, everybody has to play their part. Right. So I had to break it down for the guys in sports because they're going to connect to that. Right. But it's like essentially they're they're being submissive as well. When they agree to sign up to play a certain sport or a certain whatever it is that they're doing, they're conforming as well. And they're being submissive because they're looking at the end result. Championship. The end result to some people might be marriage, have happy household, whatever it may be, kids, vacations, whatever it is. We all conform in some way, shape or form. Um, yeah, I would have to agree with you. I would take um, definitely team player if I had to use, well, define submission in my own terms. I would say yes. If I was defining it was my definition and we was putting it up in the Webster's Dictionary, I would use team player as part of that definition. I would use, um, you know, respect and honor and commitment as well. Um, and I also would feel like the bottom line, I think being submissive to me is I'm willing to show up and submit to whatever is reciprocated. So that means that I can submit with a negative twist on it too, meaning however you are playing. And I know that people are saying that, you know, matching energy sometimes, you know, is, is can be immature, especially in relationships. But it's like, I, I'm gonna have to beg to differ because if you've sat there and let's just say you've been a doormat or you've accepted certain things and then you said, you know what, maybe I'm gonna behave like this. Maybe I'm gonna mirror my partner so maybe they can see themselves outside of themselves. And if they get mad and they can't take it, that right there is narcissism no matter which way you slice the pie. Bottom yeah. line, feel me? Okay, and then my last question um, for submission is, do you buy into the narrative that men are not interested in committing long-term or marrying women who are not submissive based on their definition and what we're seeing all over social media? Like, do you buy into that? Do you believe them? Because the reason why I'm asking you this because if you want to know, like, well, what's her, her point of what she's trying to get at and asking me this, is that I'm starting to see a lot of women, whether it's in the comments or stuff, or you'll see women are starting to make videos in alignment with this. Oh, you got to listen to your man. You got to do this. You got to do this. And even me and you make jokes sometimes on social media. If we see a meme or something, I might post it on my story and be like, all right, I'm going to shut up and I'm going to do this. And, of course, that's just a joke for me. But I feel like some women are getting brainwashed just a tad bit of feeling like, yeah, maybe maybe these men are right. Maybe I am going to have to do this. So, as for you, are you buying into the narrative? Does it ever make you stop and think, hmm, maybe they could be right? How how do you feel about it? Um, geez, that, that is such a good question. Um. I personally don't buy into it, mm -hmm. but I can see how some women do. Agreed. Um, and I don't buy into it for myself because um, I've never been like, you know, I can be a little rambunctious and assertive and abrasive at times, but I'm not always like that with my mate, right? So I've never 
I, I wouldn't deem myself as problematic and not many people have deemed me as problematic. Um, but I can see how some women who have been in this alpha position um, for so long they are starting to come up out of that and they want to be a little bit more feminine, right? So to them, they're listening to what these men are saying in their podcasts and, you know, in the comments that they're like, oh, okay, this is what they like, right? So let me conform. So I don't necessarily feel that the women that are now wanting to conform that it's naturally, I, not at all. I feel like it is forced upon them and it's not authentic so again i can understand how some women might you know take that narrative run with it and try to readjust themselves that's perfectly fine and but i i personally don't buy into it because of who i am per se but again i do see how certain women uh can buy into it and it's like the way that dating is nowadays it's getting murky so if they feel like they gotta be nice and shut up and this and that and whatever it is to get them the man that they want or whatever then by all means necessary go ahead go go ahead sis but i don't i'm not conforming to it i don't I'm, i don't side with it you know it can go either way in all honesty okay fair enough so another thing i want to talk about as far as the um submission is i want to talk about a viral clip um of Jasmine Brown, aka uh, Watch Jazzy. I think she's an influencer. I think she does some comedy. Um, I think she was saying on this podcast episode, I think she might have some businesses. I really didn't do my research because I really want to focus on um, that clip of her going viral where she was promoting um, submission uh, to the highest of the highest. I don't think I've ever seen a woman um, promote submission in, in such a manner. Um, I listened to her thoroughly, um, before I, I drew a conclusion. Um, and I'm just gonna list some things that, um, there was only one thing I agreed with that she said in her whole, um, spell about submission and, and what it looks like for her and her relationships and how she views it across the board. Um, when she said love and submission is a tailored fit, I agree with that. I feel that when you are in a relationship with someone that you can tailor submission to how you want it to be. It's definitely not a one size fits all approach as it is promoted from the lens of men. Um, it seems like it's, it's, it's just, yeah, one size fits all. This is what you need to do. Basically, I feel like when we're looking at submission from the lens of, of, of a man, majority of them is you're doing what I would like you to do at all times whatever works for me and whatever feels good for me is what i want you to do at all times with no days off um that's that's how i perceive all these different messages that's what it looks like to me so yes i think it should be tailored fit um as as she said um the things that were a little bit concerning for me was her um saying that i'm a servant it's my joy to serve. I find joy in being his rest, his peace. Yeah. Um, that servant word, I, I, I just, I was just like, wow. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, like, okay, these, these men are really eating this up. Okay, bet. Then 
she said that when she gets up every day, she, uh, before basically doing, doing her, maybe her own, whatever her own little routine is, she thinks about how she has the power to make his day better and easier. I don't even see how any um, functional adult that has a career or anything could even do that. Um, if you have to report to work or maybe if, and, and she doesn't have kids, so maybe it's easier for her to do that. Or if you have kids, I don't even see how when your feet touch the ground on your hardwood floor or your carpet in your bedroom, that your first thing is, you know what, let's just say my guy's name was Gregory. I got to figure out how I'm going to make Gregory's day better and easier. How are you navigating through life like that? That's a, that's a legit question that I would, I would have for her if I was the interviewer. How does that work? Then how are you showing up? That would mean you would absolutely have to be neglecting yourself, your business, your something, if that's what your mindset is when you wake up in the morning. So you mean to tell me you're at, you don't even affirm for yourself? You affirm for him? That's wild crazy. I'm sorry, it just is. It's it's a little creepy, actually. And then, of course, um, I think the little clip itself that made everybody just eat it up, as in men, the male population, a submissive woman does everything. And my biggest flex is how I treat my man. So, of course, you know, um, the men have eaten this up, and I know you've seen it. You've read those comments when she's gone viral. They're loving it. Protect this queen at all costs, and this, that, and other. Like I have multiple guys reposting, you know, that clip on her story, and yeah, this is the energy I need, or this, that, and the other. But yes, I'm gonna have to take the gloves off, and I'm, I am gonna be disrespectful, and I'm not disrespectfully gonna call y'all bozos because you never even listened to the whole interview because if you listen to the interview the host of lovers and friends podcast asked her would she do that for a broke dude and she wouldn't blatantly she blatantly said no then tried to clean it up a little bit because of course image is everything but what she did say is she was willing to do it based on how somebody made her feel and if they were an alpha male and with that being said you men how y'all define alpha male an alpha male ain't broke so with that being said, she is literally saying she's not doing that for the guy that is delivering Amazon packages, flipping burgers at McDonald's, or doing shipping and handling at, at, at Walmart overnight, or BJ stocking, working on a forklift. She's not doing that for you. She's not. That's what she said. But again, you guys just ate that clip all up and... Your attention spans are definitely different from women. And this is not me taking a shot. It's proven. Um, even if, if from, from a psychological standpoint, it is proven that you guys have shorter attention spans. So you're probably not going to sit there and listen to an entire 40-minute podcast episode. But if you were to listen to it, she ain't doing that for nobody that's average. And in case y'all don't even haven't done the research to see who her nigga is, that's Kim Newton. Of course she's going to do that for Cam Newton. Of course she is. So you guys are eating that up, but y'all ain't Cam Newton. Now, if me or Woody Empress got on some type of platform and we literally said, you know what? I'm not being submissive to no broke nigga. Now, look at that delivery. It's extremely poor, but she said it 
in a totally different way. At the end of the day, she said the same shit. But because maybe I don't look like her, I don't have the, the, the body or fit the, the prototype for aesthetics, which a lot of men go for women that look like her, um, you know, I wouldn't be allowed to say that. It would be completely wrong. And so I'm just, again, this is why I'm not cool with y'all using this word and the narratives that you guys are creating with it because it's superficial and it's ignorant. It is. It's very ignorant. It is. Um, and I just have one more thing to say before I do, I do give you the floor. No, I'm not going to be like going in like my preacher mode. But what I did find interesting when I watched the clip, there was a guy in the comments and I loved it because it was a male who ate y'all up about this and was like, with that being said, what she's describing is subservience. Submission isn't catering and being a servant to your partner. It requires trust, vulnerability, and respect for both parties. Both consult with each other and respect each other's contributions. Both keep each other's concerns in mind when making decisions. She's beautiful, but the wrong person will play the fuck out of her. If that's how she rocks with it, I'm not going to hate on it. But if Cam Newton is her dude, shorty going to have some trouble coming her way. You can do all of this, but if a dude has trash character, it's not going to be enough, shorty. Your goal shouldn't be keeping someone. It should be building a true connection. It's not your job to keep someone from leaving. If he makes you feel that way, ladies, you're with the wrong one. 100. I'm like, who is he? Who is this man? Protect, Did you follow protect him? Did you follow I don't know him? on YouTube. I don't know. It was a YouTube comment. So what? I just was like, yeah. And I was like, yes, he he ate up the men and women who want to agree with her perspective. And I loved it. It it says a lot about him um, where it seems like he is used. He is basically saying what we said, confirming what we're saying in this episode, that this word is being used wrong in the wrong context. And that that is not submission, it's subservience. And gave the de definition of subservience. So, yeah. Um, what do you have to say uh, in the next five minutes? Because um, we're going to have to take a break and come back to y'all. Yes, yes. Um, well, I, jeez, man, that's that's a mouthful. That That is a mouthful. Well, you know, first, I spoke with this guy last night. You know, I like to bounce ideas off of people and be like, hey, what do you think about X, Y, and Z? said individual told me that a woman should not be submissive to a man that is not her husband mm. I was like oh okay again he was like no and he you know he did a little bible verse or whatever it is and I was like okay you know I'm, don't don't ask me to, to you know recite the bible verse I don't right. know it and I'm open one um <laughs> <laughs> but something along the lines of he who finds a wife finds a good thing or some, something along the lines of that right mm -hmm. and he was like a lot of the times men don't even know who they are and they just want someone to conform to them so they don't have to do anything to improve themselves and I was like oh okay and you know he said to me he was like hey when i was younger i was running the streets i was doing my whatever it is that i wanted to do um because i didn't trust women i said oh okay and you know he is divorced and he let me know that 
prior to him giving up on his marriage, he was like, yeah, it was marriage counseling, you know, putting, trying to put the relationship first, the household first, whatever it is. And sadly, he felt that his, you know, wife at the time was more submissive you know, willing to fight more for the relationship prior to the marriage. And once they got married, everything completely changed, which was, you know, it was mind boggling for him, you know? And I was like, oh, okay, that's that's different. You would figure once, you know, you get married, then, you know, everything should fall into line. He was like, I thought so as well. Um, so, you know, he let me know his point of view in regards to um, certain things. Um, but I'm gonna... In that, in that clip of Jazzy, I mean, I agree with her on certain things, and maybe not how she said it, but just coming from, you know, a standpoint of actually being in a relationship and wanting to make sure that my household is good and making sure that, you know, when I say the household, making sure that my child, my mate is good in that department, you know, and I'm naturally a nurturer. So a lot of things to me is natural where a lot of the times men might be like, oh no, she's submissive. I'm like, how am I submissive? Because I, I you know, like, I don't like that word, right? But it's like, yes, I am nurturing and I'm going to care for said individual but i do feel that um in those comments and reading it it was a lot of people in those comments that they were just doing the most right and it's like i can kind of get the feel that in those comments and those individuals that did comments i felt like they were like these false alpha men that they just want to tell women to shut up and do do as they say mm -hmm. right and it's like and they weren't any as you know rest in peace kevin samuels would say they weren't high value men Right. So a lot of the times I feel that these men are looking for women to be submissive because in that moment, they're feeling higher. Right. I also, and it just, I also not to cut you off in that moment. Yeah. I want to piggyback off of what you just said. I also think it's because it's it's they're looking for someone to pour into them and to make mm -hmm. them come complete based off of what she does. Like that makes you feel like you like you're the man. Like, for instance. There's somebody somewhere that could be envying Cam Newton, like, yeah, damn, like, he gets that, yo, if I have something like that, yo, I'll be the man, or I'll be this, or I'll be that, but it's like, bro, my brother, my dude, my dude, you gotta be whole on your own, she don't, she, she, let's just say before you, if, if somebody was single before they met a woman that had a mindset, like, like Jazzy, what are you doing to make yourself feel good before she even got there? If you can't feel good with without her, you got a whole nother problem in itself, which goes back to what I was talking about earlier. Um, you know, about the whole therapy piece. Or about, you know, people always saying, some people said in the comments that she was broken. I feel like a man who expects that from her is also broken. Hello? I agree. And, 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 and what is that right there? Uh, me and you talk about that all the time. That's trauma bonding. It's just in a very discreet way. But because she's such a beautiful woman and he's a successful alpha male, you know, in the, in the, in the, in the NFL, people act like they can't be broken, too. That's a whole word. And I also feel that men are looking for women to be submissive because essentially they have their own trauma. You're absolutely right that they're dealing with. And they're afraid to say, I need you to comfort me. I need you to care for me. Mm. Right. And there's nothing wrong with openly saying, hey, I might need some affirmations. I might need you to pour into me a little bit. Right. Instead of having trying to be righteous with it. And it's like, no come up off that 
speak to your spouse and be like, hey, you know, at times I'm a little insecure. At times I need a little bit of encouragement. You know, do you got me? You got me? Like, I love that. Essentially, I you're speaking that. life into your partner and vice versa. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like come up off that high horse, learn to communicate, express yourself, right? And you're going to ultimately get what you want because essentially if you're matching that person, you'll never have to use that word submission at all, whatsoever. And that is a great way for us to put this on pause. And we will be back shortly. All right, all right. About her. About her. So, yes, we are back. Um, we left off on a great note with Witty Impress giving such a great word. But um, I think we did all we came to do as far as that submission piece. And now I am going to hand over the floor to Witty Empress because now we're going to get into that aggression word. Okay? You you ready? You ready to do this, sis? Because I'm saying I'm about to fall the fuck back. Okay? Wait. Don't. You put me on the hot seat. All right, let's run with it. All right, all right. Okay, let's do this. Now, y'all already know that word submission has been floating around. That's all fine and dandy. The other half of that is aggressive, right? You're an aggressive woman, right? You don't know how to talk to people and, and you don't know how to do X, Y, and Z. And I think a lot of the times men use that word as a whip. Right, because that's because they know that women don't like to be called aggressive, right? Because it makes you feel small. It doesn't make you feel feminine. So they use that as a whip to kind of get you back in line to see if you're gonna fall fall back with it. And you know, as nurturing as I am and caring as I am, you're not gonna play with me. You're not gonna play with me, and I'm not gonna back down, right? And we can have a discussion, but you're not going to make me feel less than, right? Or make me feel that anything that I have to say will not be received at all because you're just automatically like, nah, I'm not going to do that. So the reason why I say this is because, you know, I ran into an individual um, that, you know, I think I met a while ago, exchange numbers, whatever it is, and he'll just follow me on social media. And then, you know, he slid in my DM and was like, yo, I'm trying to talk to you, trying to get to know you. And I'm just like, Ugh, I don't want to do this. Bye. Let's, let's see how it goes. So said gentleman expressed to me that he was like, hey, you're always busy. You don't necessarily check on me like that. Or, and I was like, well, you know, I'm working two jobs. I was like, so, you know, I get a little busy from time to time, but I hear you. I understand. And, you know, he was going through some medical issues. So, you know, I took time out my day to give this man a call. 
once I gave said individual a call, um, I didn't realize that my phone was on, you know, restrict your caller ID. I don't know. Something happened with the phone. So when it called him, he didn't know that it was me. But I guess he knew it was me after a while with my voice. And he was like, well, why are you calling restricted? I was like, I'm not. I don't know what you're talking about. He was like, yeah, you've had to press star 67. I'm like, I ain't doing that. Like, that's too much energy. I'm just going to hit the button. So I was really calling just to see how he was feeling because he had expressed that he was having, um, you know, some health issues. And I was like, okay, let me put my best foot forward, check in on said young man. And... I said to him, I said, well, you know, I don't know what's going on with the phone. I'll probably restart it when we get off the phone. But, you know, how are you doing? How are you feeling? And he just continued to harp on, well, you're pressing star 67. And I'm like, no, I'm not pressing star 67. I don't know what's going on with the phone. You know, 18 TB acting up, you know, whatever it is. So I got a little upset because it was like I was trying to, like, you know, be nurturing, see how he's doing, caring for him, and, like, you know, just checking on him. But he just kept harping on the fact that I blocked my number deliberately to call him. First of all, I'm not doing that. Your number wasn't even saved. Um, So I'm not pressing star 67 trying to to figure out your number. Like, it's not even a New York number. It's one of them Chicago 773s. We're not going to do that. So I just let him know. I'm like, hey. I'm going, I'm heading back into work. I'll I'll holler at you, you know, either tomorrow or something like that. Because I felt like he was harping on that number, but missing the fact that I was trying to, you know, essentially give him what he was looking for in regards to me showing concern, showing care, right? Completely missed it. So I'm get off the phone. I get a text message. Now, some of you know me that when I get into, I'm going to let you know about yourself, you know, I get to the point of, nah, we're not going to do this anymore. So he texted me maybe like five minutes later and he was like, that was weird. And I'm like, what? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I ain't going to lie. Like, I had to get real Brooklyn on him because now you're playing with me, right? Like, you're missing completely everything that I was trying to do because you were just zoning in on one particular thing right now typically when these things happen i let my bestie be like girl was i wrong like let me know am i wrong right so i'm gonna go ahead and read the text thread for y'all uh before i get into this text thread you got any input over there um i know that when you first told me about this obviously off air we talked to each other we're besties yeah i was just really annoyed because i didn't i think that you know i'm just a firm believer of choosing your battles and i know that when i interact with the men and you can attest for this and this is not cap this is not me just saying this on on a pod podcast episode i know that i can come across as as i guess aggressive um like what my persona on social media or even just what we were saying before we took the break the way i was passionate is what i feel like i was but it does seem aggressive sometimes with certain words or, or terms i may use i'm fine with that but I feel that when I'm trying to have an engagement similar to what you did, wanting to call a man and wanting to check on them, those are my moments of femininity. And I tell you all the time how I love having positive interactions with men because I came from a place that I woke up every morning and it was always an issue because dealing or being in a relationship with someone that is unhappy and they wake up and they choose to fight me instead of fighting 
their internal battles or battles they may have with their job or with their baby mama or something. So, you know, I was used to someone always fighting. So when I talk to men and it's a positive exchange, I don't care how small it is. We could have honestly just been talking about the weather. We could have been talking about an episode of power. And if it's a positive exchange, I love that. And, you know, I tell you that all the time. So to hear someone talking about someone was being aggressive, you totally never focused on the fact that they was even wanting to check on your ass that aggravated me. Why did you want to choose to talk about someone calling somebody blocked or somebody doing this? What does that even matter? Why was that the key focus, something negative? And then when you got agitated and you responded to it, now you're aggressive? Like, make it make sense. That's really how I felt about that situation. I was annoyed by it. Exactly. I, I, and you know how I am. Like... If I'm speaking with you, you know, I got the gift of gab. We're going to talk. We're going to engage, right, if I'm interested, right? But from that moment, the, the, the script, it changed because I was just like, you're missing the point. You expressed that you were like, hey, you know, you don't call me, you don't check on me. I'm like, oh, my bad. I'll do better. I'll do better. And this was me doing better. Being right? accountable. Exactly. So I was going to segue into the text thread. So he texted me and was like, oh, that's weird. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, he should have just left it alone, not said anything, give us a chance to regroup and reconvene and try this conversation again. Because sometimes that happens, right? So I, I, I let it slide for a little bit. So I hit him back. I said, weird? I said, because you wanted to harp on a phone call, um, on my phone calling you restricted, when I told you I didn't press star 67, clearly me telling you I, I didn't wasn't a good enough answer for you. So who's the weird one here? I stated I was calling to check on you and see how you were feeling, which went over your head due to the fact that you were obsessed about a restricted number. You act as if phones don't glitch from time to time. Mm. Okay. So I'm like, you know, you, again, you're, you're missing the point, but let me reiterate. He's like, I just said the phone thing was weird. I didn't say you were weird. This is the behavior I was talking about. Oh. Super aggressive. Oh. <coughs> oh, so sorry, I'm sorry for the sound effects because I'm mad. Okay, continue. <laughs> but you, so to me, in my head, I'm playing a little flip game over flip because i'm like oh i'm gonna go in on you because you know what now you're pissing me off right like now you're finna piss me off so i said super aggressive you always talking about how i don't check on you or call so i called to check on you and instead of you appreciating the gesture what did you do you went on and on about the restricted number which showered the whole con which showered the whole phone call you need to remove the word aggressive out of your vocabulary when speaking to me. I communicate effectively and avoid small talk. So if that is what you deem aggressive, then please refrain from contacting me. I don't label you and try not to assume the worst of you. <clears throat> Hold on. <clears throat> uh, try not to assume the worst of you. But since you have made it your business to label me aggressive, here are a few labels that should be associated with you. Emotional, needy, slash needs validation, slightly insecure, complainer, wannabe know-it-all, and timid. Ooh. Drops mic, walks away. Hey. I'm not doing it with you. Hey. I'm not Ate with him you. up. No crumbs left. Period. No crumbs left. Period. And it's like... 
come on now. I'm, I'm not doing this back and forth with you. I'm not doing this back and forth with you. And it's just like, why? Because I'm not giving you an explanation to an answer you thought that you knew? Like, no. So because I didn't, I, I guess maybe I didn't admit that I pressed star 67. And I thought like I said before, I'm too old for that. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing and what that. Was you, and why, why would you need to lie to him in, in exactly. an instance like that? What would you have gained from lying? Exactly. I gained nothing from that. Because let's, let's just say, if you, you, if you did hit star life. six, seven, let's just say if you did, that still wasn't even a, 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 the proper way for him to respond. Even if you did, all he had to do was ask you why and give you the opportunity and give you some grace to provide an explanation. Because, I mean, was you going to beat her ass because she did star six, seven? That's, that's my, my question that I always ask people. And, of course, that makes me look aggressive. But it's, it's just a legit question with poor sense of humor because not everybody gets my sense of humor. Um, but I really do be wanting to know when people want to engage in conflicts that are that like useless i really want to know like are you going to beat the person up because you going mad hard about something that has no significance no value so you are you going to beat somebody up because they call you from private what was your end goal if she had even said she did call from private how was you going to handle that because this is this is insane you i'm getting rashed low-key for calling you private without even knowing my number shows up that way. So if I really did had hit star six, seven to intentionally block my number, what was you going to do? Bust me upside the head, block me. <laughs> or like, come on, seriously. Like, what was you going to do that you're going this hard? Or why would that bother you that somebody's calling you from block? Is it because you think that it means that they have something to hide? Like, yeah, what, what, I don't understand, but you was never even given the opportunity to have a fucking conversation. That's the problem. Exactly. Exactly. So how do you think I feel that, hey, I'm here working two jobs, 12, 14 hours a day, and I took time out my schedule to give you a call. I could have called my motherfucking bestie and, and been a wreck because I didn't need to extend any grace to you or any compassion to you in your medical condition. I was checking on you. I ain't had to do none of that. But again, I was compromising because you said, hey, I don't, you know, I don't call, I don't check in. So I'm like, okay, I will do better. And hearing you and acknowledging that you would like a little bit more effort from me, I can do that. Completely missing the point. Completely missing the point. So I'm just like, you know what? You're not going to label me as aggressive because I spoke up. You're not going to label me as aggressive, you know, because, you know, something that I said didn't sit right with you or because I'm checking you about your behavior. So it's okay for a man to check a woman about something that she's done, right? But the moment that I check you on your behavior, okay, now it's the problem. I didn't curse at you. I laid the facts down. I gave you examples. So what's, what's the problem? Now right. I'm aggressive. Now I'm aggressive. So it doesn't make any sense. So, you know, as we were conversing, as we normally do, I said, you know what? This word is being thrown around a little bit too much for me. Um, um, we we gonna have to call in some reinforcements. So what did we do, <laughs> right? What we always do, we gonna hit up the niggas in the text message and be like, hey, can I ask you a question? But mind you, before we get to these answers, in order for a man to give you a candid answer, an honest answer, he has to have a certain level of trust with you because he's just not going to give his opinion freely because essentially they don't do that, right? So most of the men that we ask, we have a rapport with them. They trust us. 
right? And and essentially, none of these men really deem us as aggressive, right? Because, or if they do, they still have a certain level of trust with us, right? And there's a certain level of understanding, right? So we asked some Edson said individuals, like, what are the characteristic traits of an aggressive woman? We want to know. Because since this word is being thrown around so freely, enlighten us. What do you deem as aggressive, right? What turns you off about a woman, right, in regards to her being quote-unquote aggressive? What is it that you don't like? Because if you can freely throw around this word, then, right, you know what? You should be able to bring that evidence to the table and support why you are using that word. And I'm perfectly honest with you. A lot of these answers, you know, we had to reiterate the question a few times because it wasn't grasping what we were trying to ask. We had to give context like, hey, this situation, that situation. So it's like for, for that word to be at the forefront of most of men's minds, uh, you can't give us a proper answer. I mean, we got some answers, but a lot of it, like, you know, yeah. kind of drag um, it out of you. Our answers right? came from people that live in different areas of the country, people of different age groups. I think, um, for me, I think only two out of the, what, six or seven people I asked were in relationships. Everybody else was single. Um, actually, one response literally just came in from Baby Bro. Baby Bro said that he finds a woman to be aggressive if, when he's speaking with her, she always has to have the last word or come back for everything. Um, when he asks a question, he finds that she's super defensive. Um, and a woman who um, is trying to, um, like, force him to, like, make a, be in a, like, in a relationship so soon. I think the way he worried is, worded it, which is how a younger person would, worrying about labels when we haven't been talking that long. So I guess meaning if she's overly being assertive, like, like, what is we, let's just take Carisha in that clip. That, I guess maybe he might think something like that is aggressive. Like, we go together. Like, like you know. And he said he, any woman that wants to, um, likes to engage in play fighting or wanting a hit, he doesn't like that at all. Um, because it could lead to someone something serious, and he thinks that that's aggressive. And he also feels that um, women who drink and smoke a lot, they have a tendency to have to be aggressive with him. Mm -hmm. He also added that, which was a unique one out of everything everyone else said. Um, so heavy drinkers and smokers are are, are more aggressive. I'm gonna move on to my next one, which I can plug plug this person in because they don't mind um, being known. Um, but Darnell from um, Talking Greasy, um, it's a retired podcaster, but still a podcaster nonetheless. Um, he said that um, characteristics of an aggressive woman, if he was going to use that term, is loud talking, interrupting others constantly while talking, um, extreme or erratic mood changes, takes any form of disrespect or when they feel violated as a chance to use violence, as in physical violence, and... Um, yeah, and um, also a woman who tries to take over when a, they feel their man isn't doing a good job or doing a, or doing the job the way they want them to, well, the way she wants him to do it. If he's not performing to that standard and she takes over and wants to take charge of that situation, that's showing aggressive. Well, that translates as aggression to him. 
Um, I have another gentleman who is from St. Louis, lives in St. Louis, but grew up in Jersey and New York area. And he said that um, the only thing that he considers aggressive is anyone trying to cause him physical harm and violence, thinking you're going to mush point fingers in his face or hit him or throw objects at him mid-argument. He said anything else outside of that he can handle and wouldn't call it aggressive because of the environment he grew and He's been around aggression his whole life, so he wouldn't perceive it how your average man or how majority of men are saying aggression is. Um, I reached out to someone else. They danced around the question. The only thing I could pull from their answer in our like 20 minute conversation was mm. that they are not turned off when a woman is being aggressive because they have watched their mother be aggressive with their dad. And he is a product of two parent household. Parents have been married like 35 plus years. And he said that he has witnessed his mom being aggressive towards his dad on countless occasions, sometimes he'll be like, whoa, whoa, like maybe mom should chill, but then other times he's just used to it. So if a woman mirrors that, he's okay with it. Um, I had another gentleman who said, straight to the point, an aggressive woman is any female acting like she is a leader. <laughs> and then I had another gentleman and he struggled with answering the question. I told him about two other people's responses and then he happened to agree with the person, the said individual that said that a female acting as if she's a leader, he said he agrees with that because you are being aggressive in that moment um, if you're choosing to lead, lead all of the time. But it also would mean that I'm doing something wrong if she is being aggressive because she wants to take the lead or or display characteristics of leadership. So basically leadership equals aggression for those two men. Except one other one just added another piece to it that if she is being acting like she's the leader or the boss, then that means I'm lacking in something. So uh, yeah, those were uh, my responses. So I guess um, Woody Empress, you can share your feedback from the gentleman that you asked. All right, so I asked a few. I didn't feel like asking um, majority of the men that I normally do. I picked some different candidates this time. Um, one man said, being combative, excessive debating, debating, sarcasm, and forced humor. Hmm. Okay, I can understand that being combative, not a problem. The excessive debating, hmm. We can have conversations. Um, sarcasm, everybody's sarcastic, uh, but okay. Um, here's another one. Somebody said tone, body language, sounding or appearing irritated during normal conversations. Um, and the whole, somebody else said, the whole wanting to do things on your own and also excessive debating. So I didn't ask a few men. I think I wanted to ask um, more men, but I just felt like 
I wasn't getting more context, right? I felt like I had to kind of like draw it out of them. And I've asked, I've asked men that I know that have used this word before, right? So I'm thinking if you've used this word before, then hey, you you ready to tell me exactly what it is that you deem as a, uh, an aggressive woman, the characteristic traits of an aggressive woman. So um, you got more, you got more uh, information out of these men than I did. I kind of gave up after a while. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not interested, right? Um, I did ask another individual, um, you know, phone conversation um, later on in the evening, and, and he essentially agreed with everything, all the answers that all the men that I, I did ask. And I said, well, give me a little more. Like, what exactly, right, do you feel is, like, aggressive? And the only thing that I'm really hearing is, you don't listen to me you have your own opinion and you're aggressive because you have your own opinion and you're aggressive because you want to you want to talk to me and express how you feel right or again you're not allowed to be human and have emotions and be irritated or, or whatever it is and it's just like these characteristic traits that they are describing a lot of these men possess these, these traits as well now don't get me wrong i'm not saying that oh you know men could be aggressive and women can't be aggressive and whatever it is but it's like those particular characteristic traits that you're like oh sarcasm men are sarcastic too how was being sarcastic um you know an aggressive trait I, I, i'm not understanding right like you know sometimes sarcasm is a part of somebody's sense of humor um, excessive debating now that one pissed me off because I'm a debate we're gonna have a conversation and like you always say I like to debate these motherfuckers right like mm-hmm. because I want to know I, I give me information it's like it's never coming from a place of being aggressive or trying to be an alpha female but I generally want to know and I want you to support and stand on what you're saying so it's like if I feel like I might be getting a little riled up if I'm having a conversation with you it's because I feel like you're full of shit you're full of shit and so let's continue to debate, you know? So, I mean, I am, I've, I've taken everything that they said. I understand how they might feel that some of these traits are aggressive. Um, and I, I understand, like, you know, I'm willing to take this information, take it with a grain of salt and be like, okay, I hear you. I understand where you're coming from. But I, I felt like because this word is thrown around so much, I felt like I would have gotten better answers, right? A little bit more detail-oriented. Like, I figured, like, this would have been something in their pocket. You know what I'm saying? Their holster, their gun holster. They'd have been like, pow, I got you. Let me tell you why I think certain things make a woman aggressive. And I felt like a lot of it was, was kind of lax. It wasn't really, you know, they wasn't really supporting that whole, you know, I'm going to call a woman aggressive narrative because most of, like I said, most of the men I asked, they've used this term before. So I, I, I was disappointed in the responses. I'm not even going to lie to you. Um, you know, but I, I, like I said, I take it with a grain of salt. But I also went back to what is considered aggressive behavior. And it's like any behavior um, or act aimed at harming a person or animal or damaging physical property, right, is deemed as aggressive. So again... Like we said before, submission, you're, you're reverting back to somebody that is less than you, right? That you want them to be obedient. And then aggressive essentially is aligned with somebody acting aggressively like an animal or anything like that. I don't feel like any of those terms should be used to describe women whatsoever i mean you could jump in at any time and let me know if i'm I'm wilding you know what i'm saying to try and match the two up and link in a comparison or whatever it is but 
I'm not too happy right now. I'm not too happy with this whole narrative of women being super aggressive or anything like that. And it's just like, I really feel like it should be removed from somebody's vocabulary. Because when asked to present information, you guys fall short. Okay? And like I said previously, that word is used as a whip. A verbal whip to to try and tame women. Because you guys know that 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 word doesn't make a woman feel good. It makes her feel less than. It makes her feel like she's not anybody's equal. So again, if you want to use that word, I'm going to need you to support to bring some support behind it. Give me some information on exactly why you are so freely using this word. Other words than that, pick another word. If you don't know another word, uh, Google that motherfucker. But <laughs> try a different, try a different think, word, right? Right. Um, well, I think um, for me, I can be completely transparent. I am always categorized um, as aggressive. Um, a lot of the things um, within the feedback that we received from men, I have been a lot of those things. Um, the only thing that I do not engage with will probably be like putting my hands, my hands on people. But I also want to take this opportunity to um, be very transparent and just open up about things myself. And I don't think this was really ever something I have opened up. Um, on the podcast, there have been times that I have been physical um, with men, but it was never like, I just want to put my hands on you. It was usually an escalated incident. And um, I have a trauma response to people being in my physical space. I've warned people about this when I have entered relationships with them. This comes from at the age of um, 18, being in a domestic situation where I argued with a man and he punched me in my forehead. Um, I don't ever want to be hit by a man again. So if we are shouting at each other, that's fine. Um, You could shout from across the room. But if you're going to enter my personal space, point a finger towards me, try to pull on my arm mid-argument, I will strike. I will strike. And again, that's because that's where I was. I can't allow a man to hit me like that again. I don't want another knot on my forehead. I don't want to be giving a statement to a police about how a man hit me. I can't trust that another man won't do that again. Um, because I feel like entering, yeah, entering my personal space, I have no choice but to defend first because I don't want that happening to me again. So um, that's why I have the tendency, um, I, I've, I've done that. I don't do that anymore, um, and that's because I'm not in a relationship with someone that would want to tap into that um, at all. And um, that's that's. But as far as the other like aggressive pieces, um, I've also just struggled with anger issues all of my life. That's something that I make clear to a partner. Also telling them what my triggers could be. Do do I do I manage them? Yeah, but if someone keeps going into that red zone, I don't know what what you really want me to do. I'm, I'm not really sure. And sh- struggling with anger issues just has come from being that silent, timid woman that I used to be as a kid. And all it did was cause me to be bullied all of the time. That's all I was as a kid. Get bullied for being quiet. They want to mess with you, call you names or say stuff. Or, you know, I had eczema. People made fun of that. Just anything. And I used to sit and I used to take it and take it. And then it just caused to be like a volcano that just kind of erupts. And I feel like I kind of 
don't do the same thing. I give people warnings, but I feel sometimes with men because they automatically feel they're dominant. If I say, you know, I don't like that, I'm instantly mimicked. Um, or I'm told I'm being emotional. If I'm telling you, expressing to you, I don't like that. So then when a man keeps doing and doing and doing, yes, I will explode. I might call you out your name or tell you, tell you certain things or whatever. I will be those things that some of those men have listed. But again, I've been put in, in those situations where I can't bask in my femininity at all. And, and I cannot. And some people could say because, you know, what? at the end of the day, those were people that, that you choose. But that's not fair because they came with flaws and I knew what their triggers was and I didn't tap into that. I didn't do that to them. But I feel like I that is the problem in itself, not being candled with care. And my moments of vulnerability are telling you, hey, this is how I got to be that way. I don't want to be like that anymore. So can you please not go into the red with me? And can you handle me with, with care like you would do with a package with glass in it or something that means something to you? Take, you know, that's all I'm asking. And I can honestly say in the two years that I have been single, um, I will say that I haven't had to tap into that energy and I have been dealing with some men who are more emotionally mature and that they know when I say that they don't want to they don't want to go there. And I really do appreciate that and I don't know if any of them would be listening. It feels great to be in a space that I don't have to tap into that and and go off on somebody because I'm used to men always being like that with me. But I just want to share this perspective because that woman that you're labeling as aggressive I mean, I'll take her for instance, Erica Mena. Yeah, she has shown to the whole world that she is aggressive. She has had issues and maybe she has not got the therapy that she's gotten because she's out in the real world. But when she got with Safari, Safari liked that he caught her at a good time, that she had softened. And guess what? That man took her into a red zone and she's back where she used to because she doesn't have the strength or maybe she hasn't gone to therapy to make changes. But in that moment, People will talk so bad and be like, oh, he should have never chose her because of who she used to be. But she did soften for him. We watched that. That girl went from throwing stuff at people to crying every episode. You saw the evolution of her, of trying not to be that angry person. And he has brought her back to that place. And people will still, again, use her as the epitome of like an aggressive woman or say like I'm just aggressive and just count me out and act like I'm I don't have the ability to type into to tap into femininity and I do have moments of femininity if you don't know me and you haven't engaged with me that way you cannot take my podcast episodes you cannot take my social media persona and my jokes and just make that label me oh yeah she's one of the aggressive ones that's not fair I've never gone on a date with a man and raised my voice, yelled at him at a table or anything like that. Every single encounter that I have had with a man where I was aggressive or I was physical was always in private at home. I'm not somebody that's just out in the streets acting a fool or anything like that. And I just feel like when they say that term, that's what they're, they're labeling or like I'm a hood rat or like I'm this. And I just don't think that it's fair. I also don't think that just because I, I struggle with those certain areas, whether it's with anger or worried about if someone's in my personal space that they could hit me, so I'm going to hit first. I may, I may be wrong in that, but this is my story. This is who I am, and I'm going to be me upon, up, unapologetically. But if I didn't release that on this podcast episode, do you know how many other times I've recorded stuff with the Empress? And people will say that I'm still that woman. I'm still, they still, they want to label me without even knowing that, and I think that's what the problem is. 
how you just all throwing us all into a box because you had a moment where you were upset with someone so maybe you did react maybe you did keep cutting that guy off or maybe you were defensive in a moment those are simply just triggers half of the time it is not aggression you're you're just responding with an emotion that happens to be aggressive at that time but not everybody is trained on how to know how to manage their triggers and it's not just women so again that's what my issue is with that word with that word now when a man is bossing up on a female and saying what well, he's got to say it's like yeah because we ain't putting up with that shit yeah that's right you got to check her you got to put her in her place because i'm a man i'm a man at the end of the day y'all can flex all day but when i have a moment where i feel like i want to boss up oh i'm aggressive i'm i'm sorry i'm just not doing it that narrative has got to stop unless you've got hardcore evidence of someone being completely aggressive with you and you have evidence to support their claim, you cannot just box every woman into that category. That's unfair, and I don't like it. And that's that's just what I'm going to say. But I'm here to, I just told everybody, told the world, I don't know who's going to listen, how I came to be aggressive. I, I, do, I never choose aggression first. But I just gave a disclaimer so cut and dry of how I can get to that point. But there will be a guy but I know how to vet that vet vet better that I know the ones that I want to tap into that. And there are men who who have baited me to act that way. Um, actually, yeah. And I've I've seen that happen and I've been able to curb it because there are men that like that. And I want y'all to be accountable for that too. Some of y'all prey off of that or y'all like that. You find excitement in it, but then when it goes too far, she's a problem. But, but but in your own little way, like, you you like it. And I also feel like you guys use um, a, a women who are aggressive. They're, they're a challenge for you. And I'm going to use an example of a gentleman that I was talking to um, probably about a year ago, and he was explaining to me how he was caught um, – text messaging somebody at his job and so then I'm like oh how does she react and he literally said to me verbatim no lie at all she's not like UK she didn't go all crazy and cuss me out and this and that you know she just cried and just basically said how she was disappointed and in that moment it's like he made it seem like I'm the bad guy for reacting when literally what you're trans, um, translating to me is that your woman is weak and she don't got a backbone and she gonna lay down and take your fucking disrespect. But you know you're not gonna come over here with that bullshit. And yes, what I just said right now was fucking aggressive. It was. It was very aggressive. I ain't gonna sit there and cry and tell some man I'm disappointed in him when he's a grown ass man and if he is living with me and having children with me and he claims he's committed to me, you're not gonna sit here in my face if I happen to go through your phone and I find that you're texting a coworker, you're disrespecting me. The whole time I'm thinking you out there working to provide, but you're working and getting mixy with coworkers, it's disrespect. And yes, I will respond aggressively every single time. But I already have let you know that if I set my boundaries in place. So again, you're not even going to be able to throw that aggressive word. Oh, Nish, you need to calm down. You're being aggressive. No, you're being disrespectful. And it's, and it's tapping into my aggression levels or my testosterone levels because, you know, I give masculine energy too. let them tell it. You know what I'm saying, sis? So, yeah, like that, that's, yeah. So, again, we need to really start looking at, at the root of things. 
or really analyzing your your woman and if she is aggressive it does not take away from her femininity at all or you can't cancel out a woman's femininity just because she happens to be aggressive if she's violated and there you have it you know you're, you're, you know what I agree with you I we are the same coin just two different sides mm -hmm. and I think because of our friendship which is why when I hear that word being used to describe you or describe any other woman I automatically get on defense because it's like I'm aware of why you act the way you act sometimes or somebody else and their traumas and people would never understand right and it's just like how dare you put this label on this person because you know they're they're trying to protect themselves in some way shape or form you know so I that's that's what makes me upset a lot of the times and you know I've come across you know something recently where you know a said individual said to me oh you know if you're coming over don't come over here with no headscarf don't come over here with no bonnet or whatever it is i'm like Yo, what are you talking about i'm like i just washed my hair like you know i'm trying to wrap my hair now nah, i don't need that behavior in my house and i was like really he was like nah i don't like it and don't you know don't try and be combative with me about it and i'm just like what? I'm like, so now because I'm trying to protect my hair, whatever it is, and I'm being combative, and it's just like that word is so freely tossed around. It's it's unacceptable, you know. And there should be there that word shouldn't be. Used. And, it's, and again, you were being combative because you don't want to do what he wants you to do. That's wild, crazy. That is so, it's so crazy to me. It really is. It really really is. You know me, I'm easier to be like, all right, whatever, than you are. Because I just don't have the energy to engage in that type of, you know, back and forth. Right, I understand. A lot of the times. And, you know, I had a male friend that said, that said to me one time, he was like, people think you're so nice. And I was like, yeah. He was like, you know, he was like, but you're ruthless. And he was like, you don't like to get angry and argue with people because you know how far you're willing to take it. So a lot of the times <clears throat> I am curving how I feel or certain things because, again, I know how far I'm willing to take it. And I don't want to be that person where game's on, right? Because mm. then I don't want to be attached to that particular label as being aggressive and this and that and the third. But it's like, you know what? Don't ever make me feel that I have to get that way with you. So therefore, provide that safety for a said individual for that woman in your life where she doesn't have to feel the need to buck up and put on her armor so do your due diligence as the man as the head of the household right to make her feel safe secure vulnerable you know in all always shape and form so she doesn't have to be aggressive so she Thank doesn't you. have to carry that baggage right of always having to be on alert be on guard because people only get aggressive <clears throat> when they feel that, you know, they're, they're in danger or that they're being harmed in some way, shape or form or they're being attacked, whether it be physically. And that's or exactly what my therapist has said and and in regards and I mean what of course if people could see me in certain live sessions, she's like, You really don't strike me as someone who's aggressive at all. She just says you're just really more hurt than anything when you have been mm -hmm. violated and it comes out with yes. with aggression 
you know, you're not really someone that's getting up and wanting to, you know, get the AK and the choppers, like, do, 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 let's ear this shit out. Like, no, that's, that's, that's not who I would like to be. And anytime I do have to tap in or that adrenaline goes from being so angry, when it, when I come down from it, I always cry because it is, it's hurtful when someone takes me there. But see, again, because once I'm so aggressive in that moment, it's like that goes out the window. Like I can't, it's like sometimes I feel like because I'm called, you know, an aggressive female way more than, than you are. Sometimes I feel like it's like dehumanizing me and my existence to a certain degree. Like people just act like I'm just some wild animal ready for combat. And that is not me at all. You know, yeah, and um, that's why I said what I said, because it's just like, don't make comparisons between us, because essentially we are the same coin, different sides. Right. Right, and it's just like, you know, I might be a little bit more composed at it or whatever it is, but it's just like, don't do that, you know? And, and, and I like I said before, it makes me upset, because then it's like, don't ever label anybody. You don't know them, you know, or know their traumas or whatever it is. But again, people are going to pick and choose what they want to listen to. People are going to pick and choose, okay, what information that they're going to apply, right? And, and, and remember, this shit is it's, it's absurd. I'm not here for it. I'm not. They need to shut the fuck up. Uh, girl, that's a great way to end this because that's exactly what the title of this episode is. But not for nothing, I do have um, a closing argument that I would like to make um, about the submission and aggression. I know I had some heated moments this episode, and that's just because I'm passionate and I'm tired of it. And again, I do believe in gender uh, gender equality. I'm not a femi- feminist. I'm definitely not trying to... Um, to uh, say that men are are wrong at everything they they do and and women absolutely are not right but I think the narrative that I want to run with or that I would rather see spread is that we are all flawed on both ends of, of, of the gender scale you know the things that women are struggling with men struggle with it too you know um and just the whole the whole the whole point and point in the fingers um, you know, and I feel that women have been patient with black men for a very long time. We have, you know, um, and and have given you grace in a lot of situations and um, relationships. You see it all the time. You know, a lot of women forgiving and, you know, staying in relationships for a little bit too long, whether it's single mothers stepping up to the plate when the father's not doing what they're supposed to do. That is essentially giving you guys grace. You know, and I feel that you guys are kind of like you're you're being a little bit dishonest in a lot of your narratives of saying that it's you guys turn to stand on the soapbox and get it off your chest of what you feel about about us um, because you feel that we've been doing it for years. But I've been also able to come up with some other arguments where you guys are now starting to down us for degrees, like the comments about, yeah, why would I want a woman with a degree or a woman that has a six-figure salary or something? Never in American history has you heard an African-American black woman ever down a black man for being educated or making a high salary. 
this is wild crazy that y'all are doing that to us. I've never heard it before. I have never heard a black woman down a black man for being a single father. For the, because it seems like lately a lot of black men are becoming single fathers. Especially you, Witty Empress, you've exchanged numbers with so many people, I would say for 2022, that were single dads. Um, somebody else told me that they know they have a couple of homeboys that have become single dads and got custody of their kids. I've never heard a black woman ever, even on a social media platform, my, within my circle or just conversations I've had, down someone for being a black man for being a single dad. Y'all down black women for being single. When a man is 40 and unwed, black women are not downing him. Let a woman be 40 and unwed, you have something to say. It's not fair. You guys are completely, like I said, you're not being real with yourselves. You're being very contradictory. And um, and I just want to shed light on that. I'm not here to call y'all out. I know I was making my little joke saying y'all got ate up or whatever. It, that just comes with the t- territory. Podcasting is a form of entertainment. It is what it is. But I just want some of y'all to really just step up to the table. All I'm asking is just saying this is what you do. Me, I will hold a sister accountable. If a sister ain't doing what she's supposed to do as, as a mother, and if I hear a man saying that she's trash because I know that I'm a great mother that shows up every day, yeah, I would say the same thing about her. Like, yeah, she trash. She not doing what she's supposed to do. She ain't doing right by them kids. She ain't raising them right. She ain't educating them or teaching them right. I will do that. But I feel like with y'all, y'all will really get your whole army army together. And let's just say with y'all two eyes, y'all witness somebody fire shots at the wrong person. Y'all meant to get one target and you got the wrong target. Y'all will all will literally sit there and be like, no, I didn't see that or no, that didn't happen. Kind of yeah. Kind, yeah. Kind of I just, yeah, you, you guys turned the cheek. A lot, a lot of times with, with, with stuff. You're not, you're not consistent. Or y'all will know that even or when another brother is even right or trying to stand, stand up for black women, why does he always have to be a simp? And then y'all say that we are saying that women are pick-me's. Pick-me only became a saying like within the past year. And 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 I'm going to, you know, I don't want to keep going because this would count for a whole nother episode. But it goes back to my original point that I said maybe like 30 minutes into the episode about women being brainwashed into y'all's idea. That pick-me stuff only started recently because women are tired and they're seeing that some women are just like, oh, well, maybe we got to listen to them. So, yeah, we're going to go on and say this. And that's because... We have watched these women on social media, and they was never talking that talk until y'all started talking that talk, which means they got brainwashed. Because me, I'm pretty consistent. I got five years' worth of episodes. You'll see the growth in me. Some of my perspectives has have changed, but I ain't never sat on, on my platform. And, it's, and you could listen to every single episode. I ain't never disrespected black men or devalued or, or emasculated them. I never have. And just, and just because I see other people might be doing it, I'm not going to hop on that bandwagon at all. But I feel like some women are looking to get chose because they can't handle being single. So they are conforming and adapting some of your mindsets that are trash without conducting research. Because every time a man says something or they got something to say, I do my research just like we prepared for this episode. Period. But, yes, so those pick-me's, that, that just started. That just started. But y'all been calling men simps, simps, for years, anytime somebody's madly in love with their woman or anything like this, y'all been saying simps for years. So please stop. Or he's a punk or he's this or that. 
So again, I don't want to keep going off on a tangent. Like I said, it's just got to be some level of accountability with the flaws in y'all perspectives and views on women. That's all I'm saying. Oh. And yeah, please, so please shut the fuck up again. Yeah. 